Hey budding lawyers, welcome to the podcast. Today we have with us Mr. Himanshu Anand. Hi Himanshu. Hi Prasanna, how are you doing man? Great. Uh and Himanshu holds a graduate degree in forensic science and technology and a degree in law. He is currently working in a legal news and journal publication uh, called Lex Structor. He is also simultaneously pursuing a master's course in criminal law uh, from NLU Shimla. So Himanshu uh, let's start with your current work profile. Uh, can you take us through your typical day or week of the job like what are you exactly doing uh, at Lex Structor? uh technically uh, because of the pandemic everything is managing through the house only so currently i'm pursuing my masters in laws so basically i'm quite engaged with my assignments and projects and theses and apart from that i'm working as an associate editor with lextractor it's a legal platform so there i just uh, overview and review the blogs which i get from the interns and from the people and uh, additionally i'm working with the indian police foundation as a research intern so my whole day is quite i spend with in front of the laptop only <laughs> so my whole day goes that way okay so i don't know much about indian police foundation you were interning there as you said yes, so yes, yes. can you tell us about it organization first because it's quite new to me and what uh, were yes, you yes. working like that what what were you do- doing there basically indian police foundations is a think tank it's a government think tank in which uh, it is basically organized uh, with the our founder uh, mr ramachandran he is the former dg uh, dgp hmm. of uh, shillong i guess so he initiated that thing it's a think tank in which we basically see what are the shortcomings which has been facing by the indian police so we uh, we actually approach to reform the indian policing through different methods which we can inco- incorporate in their working so what i am pursuing right now what i am doing and undertaking my work is like how technology can enhance the policing in, uh, and and uh, enhance the efficacy efficiency and transparency of the indian police so now currently i'm like engaging myself with the different aspects of policing like how tech because uh, pandemic has given us a huge amount of new crimes like uh, if you were able to connect it like we have gone through with a lot of crime rates during the pandemic cyber crime uh, i must say so india uh, indian police is uh, are lagging behind in tackling those aspects because india is still lag uh, in technological aspect right so currently i'm just looking into the other aspects of uh, like technologies how other nations are developing their police infrastructure through technology okay so okay. yes so we are we are lacking uh, in the technological infrastructure required uh, for policing so uh, to be very honest the technology is not the real thing i would say rather i would say that the old school uh mentality mechanism which no 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 old school mechanism which i have been following in india to recruit the manpower of policing like constabulary mm. i would say yeah yeah see see the problem with india is like it's not technically lagging behind in technology but the person who actually use the technology are lagging yeah right so we we must focus on the aspect of recruiting the uh, we should focus on the process of recruiting the manpower 
like we should uh, inculcate the basic foundational technological uh, you know the knowledge in them so mm. that the technology can be efficiently uh, used by them mm. okay so yeah. not getting into that more uh, <laughs> because uh, we were supposed to talk about forensics so let's see yeah. uh, let's let's uh, talk about that uh, forensics plays a very uh, important role not only in criminal laws criminal cases but also in fields like archaeology too like uh, so is something very interest and and it is also very interesting for many people so uh, it is also i think more dramatized Uh, due to movies and especially due to CID and ACP Pradyuman, if people know about him, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Ju- just just tell us about like what 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 are your views about it? Okay, so I would like to answer the first thing that uh, yes, it does plays a very crucial ro- uh, role in criminal law and criminal cases. Apart from that, it also helps in archaeological. so like first go to with the what archaeology is archaeology is like identifying the persons through excavating like so uh, excavation is a process in which you excavate something and you like correlate with the time like how old it is and uh, you identify it so forensic what forensic plays in it like if in a cases of murder in cases of other like if you have known about the case of uh, like nithari kand in which uh, Uh, the perpetrator actually brutally he actually like uh, excavate matlab uh, the police excavated the bodies and the forensic plays a, as a role in that ki it identifies through odontology like how old the body is how old the person is and how matlab uh, it basically what the person is wearing hmm. so it actually identifies the person what forensic plays in archaeology hmm. so that is the main aspect with uh, this thing archaeology second thing is that uh, what actually you've seen cid is totally a misconception because <laughs> forensic doesn't go this way so forensic is quite uh, i would say that it's a common science right mm, forensic is something which you perceive in every everywhere matlab wherever you go you leave your marks there is what forensic science is hmm. see whatever you touch is it leaves your imprints mm-hmm. so in cid in what what they actually show in cids like everything is going very very fast and very organized but it is not like that actually mm-hmm. see everything matlab uh, uh, what detectives they actually showed that detect- detectives are the one which uh, who ev- who perform everything in the mm-hmm. criminal case but it mm-hmm. is not like that detective is different forensic experts are different mm-hmm. so whenever a crime is happen so uh, the prosecution lawyer and the defense lawyer came in, in to the court and thereafter judge summons the witness in ca- uh, summons the expert hmm. so in case where there is a need of an expert yeah in any case like in a case of murder where there is discrepancies about evidences so there the judge appoints any uh, any expert like in uh, evidence act 45 the opinion of the expert matters in relevant uh, actually in indian evidence act right so there he summons the witness he actually um, judge write a summons to the forensic labs and the viscera examination happens there like is if there is a case of poisoning so what happens uh, viscera viscera is like organ like liver uh, kidney 
so the kidney goes to the forensic uh, forensic labs and there they perform the test various test uh, see there are a lot of tests i would say that chromatographies are there and uh, measurements and serum tests are there various chemicals through which we actually uh, perform tests which identifies which poison has been used to commit the crime hmm. and then there we uh, then the expert come to the court and then he actually tells the court that uh, this has been found in the report and there we see so uh, what actually the wit uh, witness come when the witness come from the prosecution side the defense lawyer has the authority to cross examine them so there it plays the role of forensic where actually you should have the acumen to cross examine the witness okay in a court okay. yes so uh, forensics like this part is comes under the cross examination uh, part of a trial yes 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 so i think but it... forensic experts are a lot of different types as well like there are handwriting specialist there are ballistic experts there are toxicologist so okay. all such all such experts are comes under forensic experts only ballistic what is ballistic is the gunshots if a gun is involved in a crime scene if a gun is involved in as a modus operandi in a crime mm. so what forensic expert do is to examine the pattern of bullet the uh, see the pin marks in the bullet so there is also a unique identification mark of every uh, gun and a bullet so there plays the role of ballistics expert then it comes a toxicologist who actually examine the poison the body fluids and then it comes the handwriting experts who actually examine the handwriting of the accused or perpetrator and through the handwriting we actually can matlab it's not the hardcore rule i would say but you can somewhere get the idea of like who committed the crime because in case of forgery you have to you know approach to the expert where he can identify the handwriting of the suspected person hmm. so there are a lot of types of forensic experts in the field so this was quite interesting are there any more uh, forensic expert category of uh, there are a lot of category like dna fingerprinting dna fingerprinting is also done by the forensic experts then digital forensics is also an aspect of forensic in which we track the digital footprints of the person like digital footprint is something whatever you access over the internet it mm. leaves the mark like it is somewhere goes like wherever you go like as a human being you leave your mark mm. like if mm. you walk in uh, either you are walking a barefoot or walking in a shoe the mm. sand whatever the sand is in um, whatever the sand is intact with your boot is goes place to place right so wherever you go you leave your mark that uh, it same goes with the digital footprints as well where whatever you search over the internet it leaves the it leaves the mark and that uh, the forensic expert do their work in a mm. di- digital for uh, digital forensics and cyber forensics so uh, this is something <laughs> i just w- was curious so when we are searching the internet even in incognito mode even then yeah, one can be tracked one can be tracked yes of course incognito mode is also built by some application hmm. so there has to be a data stored hmm. in that segment as well so okay. whatever you access over the internet it leaves your mark man <laughs> okay you cannot so, get spared yeah. by yeah. anything so privacy as a is a myth is that's why it's said like that <laughs>
नहीं सी प्राइवेसी प्ले प्राइवेसी गोज इन अदर वे प्राइवेसी समथिंग लाइक इफ गूगल नोइंग योर डेटा डेफिनेटली गूगल नोज योर एवरीथिंग वट प्राइवेसी इज गूगल इज नॉट शेयरिंग योर डेटा विद एनी थर्ड पार्टी दैट इज योर प्राइवेसी रोल प्लेज that is uh, it, it's it's supposed to like not share but <laughs> i am quite skeptical about it <laughs> yeah yeah i get it man uh, see this is the policy of every application whatever you whenever you um, like install any application it ask you to uh, accept the terms and condition of that application yeah which so we usually you... no one reads <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> that we generally no one reads mm. so there it has been written clearly that the data will be stored by us only and it will not be shared with anyone else until and unless the government will ask or approach to the authority yeah in the matter of national securities yeah okay so uh, i think uh, there have been many myths and misconceptions uh, of people like people have related to this field which you must have encountered while studying this subject so can you share some of those like any myths or misconceptions people usually have myths and misconception yeah like when i first joined my undergrad course in forensics everybody was very curious about why i have joined this course so everybody was telling me like you are you must be the uh, very fond of cid and all the, the forensic does not work that way what i see in tvcs basically i generally uh, very rare where very rarely i see those tv serials so i'm not able to like tell you what actually they saw on you know portray in television but uh, some of hmm. some of my friends have asked me ke what is your job matlab what have you done in forensics what actually you read about it so i would i would give that uh, in cid cases or in C- programs like cid csi uh, what the major thing they focus on is dna ke you can trace the hmm. dna from this thing you can trace the dna from that thing it is possible but dna is a very tedious process so you cannot run dna on everything you see matlab if you see a glass of water and you just put your mouth on the glass and the saliva can be extracted from that so it doesn't mean that you can run the dna test from it because dna is very fragile thing it can be manipulated easily and uh, other myth i would say is that uh, fingerprinting as well like people sees that fingerprint can be extracted from the place which whatever we touch it can be extracted from that place but it's not possible in every case because the criminals are very smart nowadays so everybody commit a crime with wearing gloves and it hmm. it can be and i would say that the the fingerprints can be washed out very easily with the bleach so okay. tracking dna is a very hard nowadays you can uh, like uh, track the or uh, you can like trace the fingerprint from the charcoal powder which uh, what i learned in my undergrad so there are some powders which you can extract the fingerprints from them but i don't think so okay fingerprint is nowadays very good evidence uh, as i would say because it is also very fragile it can be manipulated very easily it can be tempered very easily because uh, what uh, whatever you see over your thumb your fingertips the ridges these are the ridges through which we can identify the person these are unique to every person okay hmm. so if uh, any cut or if any uh, like 
any thread in uh, yeah if any thread is come between the ridges so you cannot like track the exact data from that you know that uh, print so it's a very delicate okay. delicate uh, evidence in a court of law hmm. okay so even if we get such a reports regarding the fingerprints or dna it like it's not comp- like very much of uh, reliable evidence i think because no. it can be manipulated so easily fingerprint is a very reliable content i would say or evidence because it is unique to every person but the hmm. main fight with the fingerprint is that it is very hard to trace the fingerprint once you trace it once you identify it with the sample like you have what actually is important in the forensic sciences that you have to have a sample in which you can run the test with right if you have the sample of suspect like there are 10 suspects in a crime scene and you got the dna and you got the fingerprint from the crime scene hmm. so you have to have the comparison sample uh, for comparison hmm. so if the sample got matched with that suspect then it's a very well admissible and relevant to the matter of fact oh. so it is a very good piece of evidence hmm. it has a high credential value because it is unique to every person and uh, as it is shown in like movies and all in real life do lawyers get any chance to visit such uh, sites which are sealed uh, like the cra- crime scenes which are sealed by police or forensic experts see i highly doubt that statement because for everything in india na you have to give the bribe okay so hmm. if uh, and the, the the procedure is also very tedious right to get anything like this See, to be done crime scene is a very fragile scene you know matlab anything can be tempered with a fraction of minute hmm. if you just put a step if you just put a foot over any evidence it got tampered it got manipulated so hmm. and that is the main point why we are lagging in criminal investigation is because the police who actually there is no role of forensic expert in crime scene right we have actually not inculcated mm. and we have not incorporated the forensic experts with indian police force mm. so generally all the evidence seizure and uh, crime scene investigation recreation are generally performed by the normal constabulary position holders man you know, like uh, constables head constables asi so they generally don't know what actually they need to perform during the crime scene mm. so they eventually got themselves manipulate and they eventually got uh, like they eventually manipulate the evidence by themselves yeah by mistake but they do it by mistake yeah they they all that's why we have so matlab uh, uh, low rate of uh, conviction because mm. the evidence we cannot track more efficiently and if lawyer like if any lawyer i would say a random lawyer will go to a crime scene he don't know what the evidence will play role in the crimes uh, in the criminal matter he basically don't know what uh, the area is like uh, considered in a room there is a murder happened right mm. and whole room is blocked by the police mm. but if you want to like analyze the situation of the room people have to step inside the room right yeah but you never know okay what has been in the floor mm. what if there is a crucial evidence like uh, the hair follicle and matlab uh, anything could be there in a f- on the floor yeah 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 right 
so it can easily got tempered so we generally prefer not to visit on the crime scenes by the lawyers it is not preferred to visit on the crime scene rather i would say that it's a duty of the forensic expert which has to be done by the forensic experts only because they know how to preserve the evidence and evidence plays a very vital role in any criminal matter but currently uh, it is not happening like that like forensic experts don't go and they, for, to the crime scene also right no 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 because <laughs> see what the first approach done by the indian cr- criminal justice system is that once you report a crime right they allot a police team and the police team comes to the crime scene and they analyze the de- uh, analyze the whole uh, crime area and uh, barricade everything and all and they are the person who actually calls the forensic expert in case where they feel so that the forensic expert is needed in, in that place hmm. so if uh, if consider like i am the police officer i am feeling like there is nothing happened in the crime scene it can be easily dealt with uh, ourselves only so i would not call any forensic expert okay i'll generally collect those there is a comb it can be a crucial evidence for us so let's the comb uh, take away with that uh, with us but what if a criminal has wiped the floor what if a criminal has wiped the floor with the blood matlab if uh, imagine if there is a blood on the floor hmm. a criminal is very very because i was sophisticated nowadays yeah criminals are very very way ahead than the police force hmm. they have actually gone far away in technology and everything hmm. so definitely nobody will leave a mark on the floor hmm. they commit a crime very sophisticatedly they won't let any trace Uh, like they won't let any trace to trace them in the <laughs> future by the by the police mm. so that is why i would say that government should take a uh, take an initiative to incorporate uh, one at least one forensic expert with the police team so that wherever the police team goes to examine the crime scene it can ex- uh, extract the crucial evidence from that place mm. okay can you share any interesting cases you have read about or worked on as of now uh, i haven't been able to visit to any place but very interesting uh, case which i have encountered in my real life is like there is this women who actually got uh, arrested by the police and because of the lack of evidence she got acquitted so what happened in that case matlab uh, it was a case near to my locality it happened near to my locality so i'm very well aware of the fact that the woman actually committed the crime she stabbed her uh, what she called sister in law basically she stabbed the sister in law and uh, r- uh, robbed the jewelry and robbed the jewelry of the sister in law so there the evidence is which was totally hampered by the police itself and at the last the police couldn't find any traceable evidence with respect to that woman she got acquitted by the time so there you can actually like perceive the importance of evidence how evidence plays a very vital role in any criminal case like without evidence you cannot run you cannot proceed with a good trial hmm and i think most of the acquittals are due to lack of evidence only right yes because india is lagging to preserve the evidence see i told you in the beginning no the, the police force are, aren't aware of the 
aren't aware of the methods to preserve the evidence they mm-hmm. hope all around the crime scene and then collect the evidence how could it be possible to not being tampered by them hmm right if you are hopping all over the place then definitely you are um, hampering the evidences which are on the floor yeah so are you guys doing anything uh, at indian police foundation regarding this like any initiative for this uh, yes i am actually currently suggesting some reformations to indian police so i'm incorporating some suggestions in which like how forensic experts need to be there to support the police to because forensic expert is definitely a person who knows the, who know the who basically have the knowledge of science hmm. or basically have knowledge some sort of knowledge of technology as well so he can actually work more better Uh, in terms of technology right so if there will be a forensic expert with the indian police so anyways it will eventually help the police to get more evidences out of the crime scene yeah yeah so i'm proposing some uh, i'm proposing some reformations to the indian police foundations that we can incorporate the forensic experts and techniques like we can generally teach the basic fu- uh, fundamental and foundation techniques to the constables like we can train them how to collect the evidence what is crucial and what are not crucial for the crime uh, for the criminal case so mm-hmm. there has to be some you know some webinars and something to teach them about the importance of evidences and importance of preservation of crime scene mm-hmm. so you are currently doing this llm course uh, in criminal law uh, i would like to know if there are any llm courses uh, specializing in uh, criminal law but more on in forensic sciences and technology uh, no 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 i highly doubt that because forensic science is totally a different thing yeah. forensic science is generally pursued by a person who have a prior knowledge of science it's a science course right yeah. Yeah. so if you really want to learn about forensic science you can do masters in it because forensic science itself is like you just have to have a graduation degree in science hmm. then you can pursue masters in forensic science moreover you can do the criminalistics as well so criminalistics and forensics are generally go hand in hand hmm. Hmm. they move parallelly so if you study the criminal uh, criminalistics in your masters so you can very well get the knowledge and awareness of forensic science if you read just the books uh, during your uh, criminal criminalistics yeah yes. or else you can But do some i don't or else you can do some diploma or postgraduate diploma in forensics yeah there are some diplomas also available like uh, there are ethical hacking diploma which is generally used for digital forensics and there are diplomas in handwriting specialist very interesting fact i would say i would like to tell you is that you can actually identify the behavior of the accused through handwriting as well because the behavior of person reflects through handwriting what handwriting is you know it's it's it is actually generated through your mind whatever you think see have you ever noticed like when you are in a good mood you try to write in a very beautiful manner whenever you feel very good and very happy then you try to write in a very beautiful manner you give time to your handwriting and give time to every word so it reflects your mentality and thinking hmm hmm so some experts also able to track down the behavior and mental uh, state and psychology of the accused through the handwriting hmm 
so handwriting plays a very vital role yeah i know uh, because i one of my friend had done this course on like handwriting analysis and he asked me for a sample and i sent him like it was a long sample i think two pages i think and he even told me that i like the smell of petrol and all that stuff ah so exactly we think <laughs> people don't even like think of like from a handwriting people can know so much mm-hmm. of- it generally reflects your general behavior and one more thing i would like to say that in your handwriting there are special characters which cannot be changed which cannot be disguised so uh, it is also a unique pattern which everybody fo- follows in their writing habit because it is generated by your mind and whatever you think during writing that Uh, note or writing that stuff uh, impulses and nerves are getting through the minds so whatever you write whatever you think during writing a note it actually reflects on that note so if you are like uh, you are willing to take a revenge from anybody then the that aggression can be seen through your writing so there are a lot of forensic experts which actually analyze your handwriting pattern it's also comes under the behavior and psychological aspect of studying the behavior behavior and mind of accused perpetrators mm-hmm. so forensic is quite a long and a broad field which nobody can learn in a fraction of years and a, i would say it's like learning process yeah yeah agree uh, <laughs> so what skills do you think a lawyer must inculcate to understand and uh, to use forensics in a better way see what i feel is like a good lawyer is the one who doubts on everything whatever wherever you go you just doubt on everything and a good forensic uh, a good forensic expert or a lawyer would be the person who will analyze everything with an analytical mind so i would highly suggest to the young lawyers that they must have some basic knowledge of science because science is something which which is playing a vital role nowadays in every criminal or civil cases i would not say that criminal cases generally involves the technological aspect but the civil cases are also incorporating and uh, taking the records of technology so i would rather suggest that people should have basic knowledge of the science so that they can deal the cases very efficiently and very analytical and skillful manner okay so uh, can you please share an incident from your career which is very memorable to you yeah one 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 incident i would say that uh, when i was in my graduate uh, graduation in the last year uh, we had an opportunity to visit the autopsy uh, we had a opportunity to actually see the autopsy and we uh, we went to the mortuary house so there we saw the actual dead body and there the expert performed matlab basically there was a he was a forensic expert plus having a mbbs degree because autopsy can be performed by mbbs surgeon only mm-hmm. so he he performed the autopsy he actually uh, we were just standing near to the dead body there is a dead body of women who got stabbed by uh, by her husband only mm. so we were analyzing the stab and wounds so that was a very memorable part of my life i would say that from that time i was it's a very interesting and experimental job for us you know to experiment everything whatever you matlab you you it actually changes your mindset it actually changes your you you go step one ahead uh, i would say that you actually step 
or one ahead to the normal or layman person your thinking got totally changed your uh, your acumen your i would say that uh, whatever you see whatever you perceive you see everything differently hmm. so i would say that uh, there was a time which actually still still actually makes me uh, very enthusiastic and makes me very motivating to see new aspects of science and because I, currently i'm taking the science and uh, humanities hand to hand yeah because law is a humanity subject and my background is from science so how science and uh, humanities go hand in hand is a very i would say that it's a very interesting thing to learn also very scary for the light hearted ones right <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 i i still remember that they are, uh, they were my few uh, classmates who got fainted during that time oh. because <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was very uh, matlab it was really a nice experience for us mm-hmm. and criminal lawyer i would suggest they must possess a good heart and heavy heart to see all such things yeah agree <laughs> okay uh, that was the last question thanks himanshu for this informative conversation and sharing your experience with us no problem and thank you so much for listening to this podcast if you like this episode then you must also check out our other episodes available here and follow us here so that you don't miss out a new episode thank you